I tweeted this the other day. I find it very irritating that Brock Lesnar gets a makes a new shirt every time he's yes. in a new city. It seems very wasteful to me. That's incredibly wasteful. <laughs> so the, Brock Lesnar also hilariously is the only like, WWE athlete yeah. <laughs> sponsored by Jimmy, Jimmy Johns, <laughs> which like makes no sense. No, <laughs> it actually the makes a lot of sense. Sandwiches. Jimmy Johns is a fucking racist ass company. And, like so they pick the right. So they pick the yeah. right dude. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he has a Stuplex City, and then the name of the city, and then it says Jimmy John's on the back, yeah. and he has a new one for every town he's in. And uh, I just feel like that's a waste. It's a waste. And welcome to WrestleSplania's uh, special bonus show for WrestleMania weekend. This is Rachel. Uh, I have my co-host Kath here. Kath, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. I'm so excited about this. You're so stoked and you have the big (laughs) mic today. And the reason Kath has the big weird mic today is for our rundown of all the events that we're going to be going to in New Orleans, we have a special guest today. We have Jess Sklonik on the show. Hi, Jess. Hi. Hi. Yay. Special guest, special guest. Yay. Jess is great. I've known Jess for a number of years. They are based out of Chicago, but are fortunately in, uh, they are fortunately in New York this weekend. Uh, Jess uh, does a lot of awesome work. They have their own wrestling podcast that's about wrestling fashion. Gear Switch. Gear Switch. Um, And they're a writer and they're cool and I'm happy they're here. Hi, Jess. Hi. (laughs) I'm so stoked to be here. Thanks for having me. I I am uh, super stoked to have you because, again, uh, look, there are a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. They don't necessarily... Uh, all deal with the stuff that I give a shit about in wrestling. I would say most of them probably don't. Uh, but yours is all about gear, which we talk about a lot and is super cool. So how many episodes have you done? Tell us about your podcast. Yeah, we've done four at the moment. Um, I get to work with um, fellow writer and all around great person, Colette Arend, and um, she's based out of Athens. And uh, she also does amazing. She's a poet and does incredible uh, chat books on a lot of which have to do with wrestling. If you've never gotten her zines that are um, she does promos, paginated like poems. And Ooh. it is. Oh, that's awesome. One of the oh, most- yeah. Please plug at the end where I and others can pick up her zines. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. I've read a- some of her stuff in. Um, she wrote the one of the I can't remember what it's called but it's something about Gorilla Monsoon yeah Hold Me Gorilla Monsoon yeah Hold Me Gorilla Monsoon I've read some stuff from that it's so good it's so good she's so talented and awesome um so both of us are old old wrestling heads and um it's really great to focus on talking about fashion Colette used to do a wrestling fashion tumblr which was actually something that um my partner and I had talked about doing for like forever as well. We've been talking about this for years. So it's like very exciting to be able to do this. Um, sometimes we'll focus on the style of a particular wrestler. Um, we've done one on Rick Rude um, and one Ooh. on the Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes uh, saga yeah. um, and how fashion and class both play into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last one that just came out a couple of days ago is about uh, 2001 and the disaster that was the last WCW Monday Nitro. <laughs> Ooh. I had to watch an old Nitro uh, recently for Keep It 2000 and another wrestling podcast. Man, yeah, there's some there's some choices being made on that thing. There's a lot of frosted tips. There's a lot of goatees. Oh. 
Um, Ray Mysterio's wearing Jenkos. They've got rivets <laughs> that in them. That like, sounds like the most, like, if you had to say to me, like, was wearing Jankos, that would make like a lot of ultimate sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just with like mid OOs wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really, I think I said on the Nitro podcast, today, I was like, this is like the most new metal of like, if you could combine the twin empires of pro wrestling and rap metal, mm-hmm. it you comes to a head at WCW late period Nitro. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you can even see it in the WrestleMania logos because I was looking at the new lo- logos for 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe our collective opinion on it is it's trash. Yeah, we don't like yeah, it. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's, it's terrible. That's really okay. Um, But uh, I was even looking through the old WrestleMania logos uh, and I, I really love that the WrestleMania 2001 is in the same like mock-up and style of the Godzilla 2000 font. Yeah, she's like, that's so wrestling. Uh-huh. That's so wrestling, and it's yeah. really fun. That's really funny because someone pointed out to me recently that so the New Japan thing that at the time of this recording is coming up this weekend is I think it's Sakura Genesis. Yep, the logo is in Super Smash Brothers font. Which yep. is dope. <laughs> <laughs> Just great font choices all around. I really like the old WrestleMania logos that remain consistent for the first few. Yeah, they're beautiful. They're like really beautiful really typeface. Nice. I'm sorry for that sentence. Uh. No, they're really, very, they're really beautiful and iconic and like very clean. And yeah. then like they just get progressively like more busy and fucked up as, <laughs> as Vince's ego swells ever larger. Yeah, totally. Larger and larger piles of uppers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a few downers in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, just a lot of human growth hormone, I think. I don't yeah. know. Does He strikes me as probably one of those guys like Donald Trump that like you think is a total psycho, but it's actually a teetotaler. Yeah. He, I don't know. Like, Is HGH an upper or a downer? I don't actually. Or a I mean, it's a, it's a steroid. So yeah. it makes you super hype. Yeah. steroid wise I don't know if it's a stimulant or not that's yeah yeah that's what I'm trying to figure out like what's the, the, the <laughs> what does it do to your brain they're selling it in Sephora these days so you can try it out <laughs> I like get that a Sephora sample. is selling uh, water bottles now that's how you know that their business model is definitely working and not even makeup can be defeated by capitalism dude this is <laughs> way yeah. off topic but I went to the Glossier store the other day yeah. it's just a selfie showroom right it's, well it's like <laughs> it. yeah it, it's definitely like very on brand for Glossier it's exactly what you think it looks like it's exactly what you think it smells like but the weirder thing is that Glossier sells clothes what they, they sell, sell clothes now? They sell like what? sweatshirts that say what? Glossier, which is like Oh. So and I'm they sell I think they're doing really well. Like I saw the all their employees were wearing them. It's like the last really? time when I was there, the employees were in pink jumpsuits. Yes. Which I wanted to purchase. They did. And I asked them if I could buy one, and they're like, We're not even allowed to wear these home. Wow. <laughs> it's like going to work at like a nuclear treatment plan or something but a yeah. pretty one yeah yeah. That's, yeah they had so they had the pink jumpsuits and they were all tied around the waist and then they had the sweatshirt on Ooh, yeah, it was a cute look yeah it was cute when i was there they had them all the way up and they just they looked incredible um and what i like about the glossier showroom is that you can buy all of that shit on the website and it will also come with stickers but at the glossier showroom you can take a selfie in incredible lighting yeah yeah, like yeah. the best lighting of your life it's real good selfie place um i feel like we're getting very off topic yeah. but I wanted to you said that uh Jess you said you're like an old school wrestling fan yeah how did you get into it how long have you been watching yeah. um yeah so I got into it um I'm old-ish 39 um which meant 
And I grew up in the D.C. area, which meant that we got um, like NWA slash WCW on local television. Sweet. um, Because we didn't have cable. And um, my parents are crazy hippies that wouldn't allow me to watch anything other than PBS for like a large portion of my life. But I would sneak down to the tiny like 10 inch black and white television that was in the basement and watch... uh, like NWA um, on Saturday mornings because nice. that's when it would run on like local DC TV. Um, How did you even like find it? Like, did you, did you have friends that liked it or something? Yeah, I had friends that liked it and I uh-huh. like wanted to, growing up in a hippie household with like parents that are really into underground music, um, I didn't, I'm not a hippie, but I didn't fall far from the tree. Sure. Punks <laughs> yeah. is hippies, whatever. Um, <laughs> but um Growing up in that household, like I didn't have access to a lot of mainstream culture. And so I was always like really confused about what my friends were into. <laughs> um, and I remember going over to um, somebody's house to watch WrestleMania because it was like a big deal. And it was like a slumber party, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, uh, you know, the parents bought the pay-per-view and it was such a big deal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a huge deal, especially for like pay-per-views are not cheap. No, no, it's an occasion. No. And it was like crazy for me because like we didn't have cable or like a working class family. And it was like going over to like this like richer kid's house that was like, oh, you have cable <laughs> and your parents bought you this pay-per-view and like pizzas for everybody. So it was like <laughs> this magical land. And that's what my my first wrestling experience associated with. And then I was like, Oh wait, like I, I I kind of want to find this wherever it is. And Mm. I remember like sneaking down and looking for cartoons on the TV and running into wrestling and being like, this is the thing. This is the same thing. (laughs) It's not the same characters, but it's the same thing. This is so cool. And so that's where I like, I, I told you we did that, the Rick and Dusty episode and like, Dusty's my dude. Yeah. Like, I grew up just loving him. I was like, this is like all the dudes, like, in my family. Like, they're just like the Jewish versions of that. <laughs> um, That's, it's, yeah, I think uh, I read that. Did you read that profile of Cody Rhodes that yeah. came out in, oh, recently? Oh, so, so good. So good. good. It was so good. It was, yeah, it was awesome. But he said in that, like, so many people come up to him and, and, say like Dusty Dusty was my dad yeah yeah we we're brothers because your dad is my dad yeah (laughs) it's real like that feeling is extremely extremely real mm -hmm. um I can't like I I just connected with him so intensely I was like I'm weird and awkward and my body looks funny too (laughs) but I also like I'm I'm good (laughs) (laughs) um uh, it was like and and I want to believe in myself and like the more you learn uh, like the more I grew up and learned about him and like learned about his role as a promoter Mm -hmm. um and his role as a story writer um and how foundational he was to um, creating NWA and WCW and then like how foundational he is now to like have like NXT is his baby and would not exist if not for him. So I don't know. He's, he's a magnificent dude. Um, So he's your guy. He's my, he's my dude. (laughs) He imprinted on me as a very, very young child. Mm -hmm. Um. And I remember like being sad, like when I would get to watch like WWF stuff that I was like, there's no dude like that here. Like yeah. all the, all the care, like all the working class caricatures were like, it was like Hillbilly Jim and stuff like that, where it was like, 
Mm, yeah like, you know there was there wasn't anybody who was worthy of your respect who was like a working class guy Ooh, i like that um that's interesting i wonder too like whether the kind of dusty roads character archetype was more of a thing back in like the territory days yeah it definitely was yeah like and then sort of like all art forms like there's a total elision of class you yeah. know like yeah. once it gets to tv exactly it's like you know with sitcoms and everything it's like everyone in a sitcom is sort of nondescriptly upper middle class like right. no one has you know except roseanne but now she's back and worse so we can't now that's ruined yeah. but anyway uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah that's that's interesting i never really thought about that with the difference between like that kind of stuff and and wwf back in the day like yeah where it's just all like shiny bodybuilders instead of right. like good-hearted dads. Yeah. <laughs> right. I didn't like I didn't feel like I connected to it as much. Like I enjoyed the pageantry of it and like that's another thing is like being a young gay kid and being like oh like this is like what is everybody so shiny and spangly yes and like <laughs> so much glitter it's so beautiful everybody's so delightfully glittery um <laughs> and it's okay for everybody to be wearing tights and um there's something that like even before you have the words to be like i'm gay that really kind of i don't know attracted me to that for sure um so that's where i come from and like in thinking about like why I'm drawn to characters like I always think about fashion which is mm -hmm. what ended up so who are like who's got the best who's your favorite like let's go let's go Wrestlemania card so yeah. this, this is about who on the Wrestlemania card do you think has the best best gear who should we be looking for oh. I have a guess because I'm really basic of who yours might be but I want to hear yours okay that's a man that's a good question um I love Asuka's gear because she's carried it with her forever. Yeah. Like that's her Kana gear. Like she's still wearing the same stuff. I'm so glad they let her do the thong over the shorts. Yes, I love it I so know, much. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm glad that she didn't bring the clown makeup. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but she has clipped the clown emoji on her social media presence, which <laughs> is, is sweet. Um, man, that's a very good question. I need to look at the card because I feel like new things keep getting added all the time um yeah let me pull on my phone stuff. that i can look at it um oh yeah we, we should just go here. through oh, okay. the card for yeah let's go through yeah. the card okay and then we can do you want who we do can want talk to read about it? the fashion of each yeah, one let's yeah. do that let's go that match by fun, match right? and you can tell us like especially because rachel there's a lot of these people that rachel is not F super familiar with yet right. so if you want to explain anybody that you're into cool um but yeah let's see there's the battle royals um did you see the trophy yes did you see the trophy the, the trophy battle royal is, trophy? is that the uterus one the uterus yeah. one <laughs> i like i'm i've been to enough productions of the vagina monologues that like why are you making this a college production of the vagina monologues like, do you win a trophy also just like monologues? you have you <laughs> no but like every vagina monologue sells like pussy pops that are made out of chocolate and stuff <laughs> and like when I was 15 and my sister was in a production of one and like I was 15 I'm sorry for being corny I bought a white shirt that said vagina down the sleeve and then I got Dope. in trouble for wearing it at, at school <laughs> um, <Nice. laughs> like I remember I got pulled into the principal's office and then I watched the poor principal go through this moral debate of like, I'll, 
I think it's mostly a teacher that's upset. I'm not upset. Also, I don't want to ostracize you. Like he right. was kind of for what I was doing in a very like mid o like early OOs way. Like obviously wearing that now has, you know, the same base issues of being corny and also being cis centric. Right. But like I was fifteen. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. That's a right. very like fifteen year old cis white girl yeah, like thing to do. I t- absolutely would have bought one of those. Oh yeah. I absolutely. did I bought um my like one sort of political-ish shirt like that was I had, I went, I, I bought it at a Latigra show and it was a shirt, it was a blue shirt and it just had W's all over it and then it was crossed out with like the no smoking sign because oh it was during Bush. Real oh, deep, real deep, right? So good. <laughs> the of all of these stories I think belongs to my dad. So the van I learned to drive in had like a lot of anti-Bush signs that he made out of cardboard, like taped all around the back of it. So the first time I drove on the highway, we got a very angry Bush supporter behind us honking and I had like a stressed out meltdown (laughs) Um, because it was like all these like buck fush anti-war signs. I think I got in trouble for wearing like a buck fush t-shirt at school too, but like again whatever yeah <laughs> yeah i definitely i got in trouble for a bad religion t-shirt because nice. i was like a skater dude mm-hmm. i was um and a swans t-shirt that also had like a cross like an inverted cross or whatever on it Ooh, that's a fun one to get in trouble for yeah um, which is weird because I went to a public school. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, did you go to Catholic school? No. But <laughs> no, I went to a public school, so I don't know why. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of like, I were also like a lot of like long sleeve metal shirts that were like reasonably gory. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like not like a cannibal corpse shirt or whatever but like luckily those are usually so uh busy design wise right. that you can't tell it's gore unless right. you're really looking at it right exactly yeah. you're like yeah oh, there's the kid- a mangled body in there but you can't really see it <laughs> the kids so who wore cannibal uh corpse shirts to school usually got in trouble after lunch because that's when the teachers had figured it out right. which is very nice but also because the cannibal corpse kids were usually the kids who lived in the trailer park that the teachers were afraid to come at them at all because they were like the scary kids right uh, it's really, it's, it's just, I could talk about like that sort of like breakdown for hours. We have to talk about the card. Yeah. yeah. So, um, um the first, like, I'm just going like kind of. trophy is, um, I will just say. Oh like, yeah. Extremely appropriate for, um, if you're super into promoting Ronda Rousey, the <laughs> transphobic Sandy Hook right. <laughs> like, That's a good point. <laughs> It makes design sense for the yeah. round, Ronda Rousey company to be like, oh, ladies, here's a uterus. Cool. Exactly. Like, I just like of all like the Like I imagine her like smiling and being like, yeah, <laughs> ladies do have uteruses. <laughs> I think I would just prefer it if it were just like a singular tit. Yeah. Just a, like, just oh like a single tit a titty, would be really good. A mounted gold a, titty. And also a mounted titty could like a titty is not as genital centric like Anyone can really. Anybody can have a a titty. There's a lot of titties in WWE, regardless of gender. That is very true. There's (laughs) so many tits. Anyone can have a titty. Anybody can have a butt. Yes. (laughs) Yes. If it it were perhaps one titty, one butt cheek. 
Mm, like a profile? Like a profile. A Picasso ah, painting? Yeah. That would be nice. nice. Um, that would be very tasteful, I think. Well, so the card, first match on the card that is listed here is for the Cruiserweight Championship, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, who's a cop. I hate him. Mustafa Ali, I know. He's a cop and it sucks because he's so cute. Yeah. But he's a cop, he's a cop in Chicago, He was a right? cop in Chicago and he was in Dreamwave, which is like one was of Was he a our, literal like, cop? Yeah, yeah, he was literal, a cop. Ooh. He's a literal fucking cop. Um... And he's not a terribly good wrestler. I love Cedric Alexander. I think he's yeah. fantastic. He's, he's cool. Very obviously the like top cruiserweight face. Um, it should be Drew Gulak on that card, right? I, I love Drew Gulak so much. He's too. so good. I like Drew Gulak. I like um, who else? There was somebody else in two five five that I was just gonna say who I like, and now I can't remember who it is. Um, but yeah, I wish it was. I wish it was Drew Gulak. He's great. Yeah. He's the best. Like the uh, first of all, like a face face match at WrestleMania doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very like, strange. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I I don't know what their what their thinking is with that. But I also don't really watch Two Five Live that much, so like yeah. I don't know a ton about like why this match is happening. Uh, I mean, I know there's like the tournament and everything, yeah. but like the it's a tournament has not made a lot of sense. Like yeah. I have not been like keeping up with it really well, but it also like hasn't really made any sense. So Rachel, you don't really know any. No, I don't know who are. either of these people. I know that one of them is a cop and the other one is good. And <laughs> yeah. which should be Drew Gulak, whose name I know, but I don't actually know anything about yet. Um, He's a nice Jewish boy from Philadelphia mm. oh who loves God. PowerPoints. Yep. And he loves PowerPoints and uh, Matt wrestling and like dislocating people's arms out of their bodies. He's a, he's a man he's, of the people. He's a man of the people. Um, the next match is The Bar, which if you talk about gear, yeah. hilarious. Yeah. The Bar versus Braun Strowman with a, a um, to be decided tag partner. Yeah. The, the, oh my God. The Bar's gear is extremely hilarious. It's, What's so, the so Bar's gimmick? The Bar is, it's that guy Seamus with the red mohawk. Oh yeah. Slim and then. Thick. Slim thick, <laughs> slim thick, yeah. Slim thick, Seamus, and um, and Braun Strowman, who is terrifying. Yeah, but it's the bar is a tag team, so it's Seamus and Cesaro. Oh my god! So yeah. I'm I'm pulling up their gear because that it's is a so funny. Very slim thick tag team. Yeah, it is. Yes. So <laughs> it's a booty popping tag. They're team. basically like, oh my god! They're basically like human utility kilts. Yes. Like they're just yeah. They definitely <laughs> run like an IT contracting exactly <laughs> exactly company, and they also brew beer on the side. Like yeah. that's them. yep yep. And like they're into like really light BDSM. Yeah, but like nothing too heavy. I choke people right. <laughs> They right. think it's like real crazy. They though. think it's real crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working my way up to pegging. Yeah. We right. talk about pegging on this podcast so much. That's, I feel like Seamus is probably into pegging. Oh, yeah. I feel like I might have said that on this podcast. I, can, I mean, I can fully no, see I, it. No, I think what I fully remember is you saying John Cena is into pegging. And John Cena is, ha, I don't think John Cena is into pegging. I think he has been pegged. Like, I think he's tried it. I don't think he loves it, but I think he will do it okay. sometimes. So you said John Cena has been pegged, and then our guest who was rejected made a face of horror, <laughs> and it felt very bad for him, and he wasn't Patty. So I'll let the listeners figure that out. <laughs> so no, I can like I he was I, he'd be like I'm game, I'm game. <laughs> he just yeah he, he seems like, open minded. Yeah. He would just like think about his woke video and be like okay. This yeah. is me. <laughs> right. I, right. I love the LGBTs. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the, 
every single time someone pluralizes that it's so it's so funny it's, it's extremely the funniest the lgbt's the lgbtqs my friends yeah. the lgbt's a thing that i love to do whenever this is a very side tangent thing I, I apologize but and whenever a human rights campaign person comes up to me and asks me if i have a minute for gay people i like to yell i'm already gay and just run <laughs> true and also like <laughs> My whole person. life is a minute for gay people. Yeah, Leave me alone. Exactly. It's just like the presumption that <laughs> you're not. Also, like, if you look at me, it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> you didn't clock me. What the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, my favorite I have ever seen of that is I saw them walk up to a girl once and she was like, I'm on girl Tinder right now and walked away. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's my dude. <laughs> so, our next match is um, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Who are the Usos? Who are the Bludgeon Brothers? I love the New Day. Uh, the Usos are... I love the Usos. I love the Usos, too. They're I, great. They're super hot uh, Samoans. Samoan dudes. Oh. They're, they're twins. Are they twins? They're twins. Okay, they're twins. They're... S- they're so hot. And oh they're yeah, they're really, hotties. They're like really good. I they're, know who the Usos are. Never mind. And they used to have like a really goofy gimmick that was like very like all these like bright colors and like they were faces and, and they had face of, paint and stuff. They right? Had pa- yeah, face paint stuff. And they did they did some like traditional dance stuff in the in the intro mm-hmm. and it was like a cool idea but it never really went anywhere. Yeah. Um, all right. And so yeah, who they, are the other ones? And so then they went dark and now they're oh I love the face paint. You like the face paint? It, yeah, it's cute. It, I feel like it it just didn't it's a again it's a good idea but like maybe they just weren't the right people to execute yeah like it's it. a like, cool idea i think the um, reason i like it is because like their other gimmick like while they're hot and it works for them they look like roman reigns knights versus like the face paint is like weird and interesting yeah, yeah. and you know they're going for like a very specific angle with it you also could tell them apart at that time and now yeah. you can't yeah they're <laughs> you have they to really so like, much alike you have to pay attention to their tattoos cute. they're so cute they're so um, cute. One of them is married to Naomi, so, and they are like a very attractive couple. So cute. Yeah. Like the cutest couple. Very hot. Um, we're doing an episode on Total Divas soon. Hell yeah. I'm really excited for Rachel to watch. Because like they're so cute too. They're, they're so, so cute. Sweet. They're such a cute couple. So yeah, one of the Usos is married to uh Naomi, who's a WWE okay. woman, and they're on Total Divas and they're adorable. So the Bludgeon Brothers, from what it looks like, are Game of Thrones extras. Yeah, their thing is like looking like characters in a really bad fantasy video game right now they yeah, used, yeah they're definitely witch doctors <laughs> they used to be bray wyatt's henchmen mm-hmm. um, yeah that this is lining up with game of thrones extras absolutely right but then they were just rednecks like they yeah were they like were just creepy rednecks, rednecks. oh um, their heels have eyes rednecks okay yes. yeah got it exactly um but now they're magical hills have eyes mm-hmm. rednecks um yeah, they like because they had a match against the Usos last week, and like uh, I can't remember which one wears the sheep mask, yeah. gas mask thing. But he like hypnotized one of the Usos or yeah. something. He it's, like stopped him in his tracks because he was too spooky. I don't know. See, like I don't watch for now, just so I like be, that's remain Rowan. like it's the one with Rowan. the sheep mask. Got yeah. it. So I like remain like in the dark and as much of a novice as possible. But like I want to catch up now that I know That's, that. I think you should watch. I think you should watch um, this week. Okay. And cool. next week. Just yeah, to, you definitely so you're, should. Yeah. No, I, I definitely think you should. Um, They've actually like and even considering like some of the like wild like just big name match things like Cena versus Undertaker like they've done a 
halfway decent job of building storylines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, I feel like they haven't done since WrestleMania 30, really. <laughs> like, yeah, there's actually, like, some okay narratives going into this that, like, make sense. And, right. You know, like, I feel some investment in some of these storylines, which is weird. However, the next, the match on the card is oh, no. the 100% fucking bathroom break. Yep. Who gives a shit, which is. Randy Orton, uh, oh, Bobby Roode, oh. Jinder Mahal, and then one shining light, Rusev. Poor yeah. Rusev. Oh, poor Rusev. <laughs> poor Rusev. He deserves so much more and everyone fucking knows it. Everyone knows it. Yeah. I, speaking yeah. of people who are so good on Total Divas. Yes. He's oh the my funny. God. He's so funny. Like, you will learn to love the Rusev-Lana relationship on Total Divas. <laughs> okay. He's I'm excited to watch, good. like, Total Divas because it sounds like a, f- like a funny, positive show and, like, my preferred reality show is like negative coked out trash because I love Vanderpump rules. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's pretty how can you not it, <laughs> it's pretty like there's some there, <laughs> Nate hates Vanderpump. He hates it so much. I'm I'm not a fan. I can't. It's too sad. I it love Nate's out. anger at Vanderpump worst. and like all of his descriptions worst. of Vanderpump are great. <laughs> so good would you like to give one it's very there's there's a little screaming it's usually yeah usually natty is doing some shit there's like they but it's well we're doing a whole episode on it so we can talk about it but like there's some shit stirring but it's like Wor- definitely worked shit's doing yeah it's, it's, shit's it's, 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 sounds- and it's like also very like charming in the end and like friends hug it out yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. like it's pretty it's pretty upbeat yeah i um yeah it just it sounds like it's such like incredible meta levels to it because mm-hmm. it's about wrestling so i mean yeah. it's 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 interesting awesome okay um but yeah that is 100 the bathroom break ma- match um i've decided Colette and I were talking about this and we were like, man, Bobby Roode looks like the stepdad that like is like trying to win your favor. Yeah. Much, like face Bobby Roode. He needs to be a heel. He's a good heel. Um, I, I don't like him as a face. I don't really find him super interesting either way, but no. I definitely don't like him as a face. No, like as a as a heel, he's just like Ric Flair light, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. But like uh, as a face, he looks like a stepdad that's like really trying too hard to like win your <laughs> approval and is like like let's go to the mall this weekend like i'll buy you like whatever you want from forever 21 or whatever like it's that dude yeah Um, he's there's nothing super interesting about him except that people really like his theme song yeah it's like pretty much it um i mean it's a the theme song is cool just because it has a lot going on (laughs) i can't listen to his theme song anymore because i first started getting into wrestling because i was dating someone who was really into it and his alarm clock oh, in the no. morning was the Bobby Roode song. Oh no! So like now every time I hear it, I just feel like tired and want to go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's kind of how I feel during most of his matches. Yeah. I think no, he's kind of boring. <laughs> he's not an interesting person. And then I mean he, but again with the right like match he'd be fine. But it's right. like Randy Orton could not give a shit. Uh, yeah. Also sucks. Also is just like, bad person. Bad person yeah. in every conceivable. Jinder Mahal makes great faces. Don't care for him as a wrestler. I'm interested to know what you think of his like fashion though, because I think he looks yeah. good. He looks great. Yeah, he looks. They, he looks amazing. Like I am really into his like extremely tailored suits. Yeah, like I like looks- the like the um, trunks he has with the like mandala on the yeah. back. Like, they're good. Cool. And so, like when he wears like the he wears the long traditional coat mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, like it's like you look. 
You look good, dude. He looks damn good. Yeah, I'm impressed. Anyway, poor Rusev. Poor Rusev. <laughs> All right. Do you have, do you have any thoughts on that? I the only reason I would stick around for that match is to see if Aiden English is going to sing during it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be excited He's, for that. We're probably going to see him sing, right? I hope so. Yeah, I I bet you will. I hope so. So then we have uh, the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. <laughs> not into it like that's fine it's a fine match um seth rollins with straightened hair have you seen no is that a thing that's yeah this, i feel like he'd look he like a kardashian out. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it looks like uh that it's it's a new this week thing wow it's this just happened it just he's gotta happened. look exactly like a kardashian right yeah, pretty much he looks really unhappy with it like it looks like he's not a fan one of like stephanie's stylists got him with her flat iron and he's like i'm only finding old pictures of him now i want to look it up that's really funny it's hilarious i do think it's like i i believe that like sometimes these wrestlers come out with looks and it's like uh they pissed off the makeup artist like yeah. they pi- they pissed yep. off the yep absolutely like you've pissed off the designer but i feel like seth rollins is just like searching now because for a while he had the fire pants oh. and then now he has straight hair yeah i'm mostly really excited to see the miz because i like watching the miz yeah i every good. time i like the-, the miz he's another person that uh I think dresses like great for his character, like it, good sharp suits. I appreciate that he dresses like what you would think that a wrestler's version of Hollywood. Yes, yeah. He dresses like like <laughs> he does not. He doesn't look actually Hollywood at all. He looks yeah. like no. wrestling world Hollywood. Yeah, I mean these are all just like the pretty ones, right? right. It's all the pretty ones. <laughs> and the ones. thing is, is that this entire match is going to be Kath and I going like, you know what? I'm not really feeling it. And then every man around us is going to be going like, but Finn is so hot. A Fergal is so hot. Yeah, whatever. Like whatever. Um. Yeah. Do you he really doesn't do it for us. No, me neither. Mm-hmm. The more I see Fergal, the more I... very into him. Yeah. He wants to bite his thighs. <laughs> sure. I like that. Um, I, uh, the more I see Fergal, the more I'm like, oh, you have talent as a wrestler. You're a fun stage presence. Yeah. But I just like... And everyone yells at me every time I'm like, he doesn't do it for me. And I'm like, there's one less person in the way. Be right. happy that you have less competition. <laughs> right. You are now not in seven billionth place to get with Fergal. Right. It's now you're, I understand, you've moved up one. I understand that you're mad at me for being like maybe adjacent to a bus line that could go to Fergal's place. But like, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like spitting in the face of my Fergal, Fergal privilege, my hypothetical Fer, Fergal privilege. So the next honestly, one is yeah. honestly like I, as a, as, uh, as a gay, I am not interested at all. Um, I, I just don't. I also just kind of don't like, it's like, uh, he's like a charming dork, like whatever it's chill yeah he's kind of i'm just kind of whatever about him he's i feel like everyone in this match i like the miz as a promo i feel like i'm pretty whatever about all of them as wrestlers there's gonna be a lot of flipping yes it's gonna be like the flippiest wwe match probably and then the next card is alexa versus bliss versus nia Jax. Uh, so i can't wait for you to cut a promo on nia Jax's in-ring gear Uh, (laughs) yeah i hate it so fucking much it um it looks like torrid vomited all over her yeah um but like not even torrid now like torrid four years ago right it's so frustrating she deserves so much more she's beautiful she's stunning she's yeah she's knockout unbelievably beautiful she's done modeling like she has like if you've seen her outside the ring she has good fashion sense it is so immensely frustrating that she's stuck in this like 
disaster yeah of an outfit with a corset and weird lace paneling everywhere yeah and like a peplum for no reason right. it's like we're trying to make the fat lady sexy but like she already is just let her fucking be yeah um, peplum doesn't look good on anyone it's no, so ever. unflattering no. she has like these weird panels on the side i think just give her faux leather like yeah. just make her leather and studs and like scary punk hot yep It'd be I great. Would say, like, give her like booty shorts. Like, oh yeah, she would look really good in booty shorts because she's got like crazy awesome strong legs. Like, give her booty shorts and like a mm-hmm. jacket. Um, yeah, that would be good. Um, Colette had a good idea, which was like giving her. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like an eighties um, AJW ladies match, but like they used to have uh, the All Japan women's matches we watched some for an episode uh, an upcoming episode about joshi about joshi with lb yeah we watched um sick 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 uh dump what's her last name i don't remember yeah and uh bull nakano and yeah it was great yeah um we're doing uh one of those matches for an upcoming oh nice very cool yeah um so yeah um Colette's idea was just like to put her in one of those like insane all body costumes with like people like handlers carrying yeah. her train and whatnot. <laughs> like that could be cool as shit too. Yeah. Um, some with like big shoulder pads exactly. and like a big train. Like, yeah. That'd be sick. It would be really, really cool. They've got enough people in developmental. They can do it. Yeah, totally. Or if she just looked like crazy space futuristic, like Tina Turner, Mad Max look. Mm-hmm. Like, that would look really cool. That would look amazing. Yeah. Really anything except what she has would be an improvement. Oh, my God. It's it's, it's so nothing, too. It, it's so nothing. And it just makes me think about how fashion hates fat women. And Yeah. It angers me. <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. Uh, and Especially with speaking of which is the yeah. storyline. We, we had the same segue, right? Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Because I actually, I didn't see it again. I see this from your tweets on the account, which is that there seems to be, like, a horrifying storyline yeah. right it's now. The worst. Like, like the way they're talking about bodies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I saw Alexa Bliss during the Women's Rumble. She was the one who won, right? No, Asuka won. Remember? No, I'm talking about Elimination Chamber. I'm talking, yeah, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, she won Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Um, like she seems right. She seems like a fun wrestler. She's good. a she's I, a really fun heel. Yeah, she's a good heel, and I really like her. Like I really yeah. like her, and she and I are best friends in real life. And <laughs> the fact that like. The fact that uh, Alexa has talked very publicly about her past with her eating disorder, it almost killed her as a teenager. Uh, and to have her say those scripted words, about, like, I'm sure that they talked it out. I'm sure that yeah. they're like, you know, they figured it out and like, maybe are like taking care. I like to think that like, they're taking care of each other after yeah. having to do promos like that. But like, fuck, man, like. Do you have any women writers on staff? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked. It's and it sucks because it's it's it. I think it could have potentially been a really good story. Yeah. And I think it's tarnishing what is probably going to be a match that I really like. Right. Like, I don't want right. to have to be thinking about that during this match because exactly. I like both of them as wrestlers and as characters. And yeah. they clearly have a ton of chemistry together because they're friends. So, right. like, and why does it have to be about about this? Right. Like. Yeah. And it totally could be like they could have done a storyline because, you know, they were trying they were allied for a while. Like there could have been and like one of those like, oh, you're getting more shine than I am. Yeah. Um, I'm not getting the, the kinds of opportunities you're getting. You've had the title for a really long time. Like, yeah, that kind of thing would have been so easy to do. Right. But no, they but fucked no. it up. Yep. 
Uh, next one is Charlotte Flair versus Asuka. Speaking of ring gear, yes. I feel like this is a high point this for ring gear. Absolutely, of the night. The high, I was thinking about this earlier. I was <laughs> like, this is uh, the high point. Charlotte Flair's ring gear because I know obviously Asuka has incredible ring gear, and I love Charlotte her. is uh, uh, her version of her dad, um, but amped Ooh. up. Yeah, peacock feathers. Um, she looks amazing. Yeah. I, um, so she comes out with like a robe. She has a bunch oh, of different robes. Yeah. She has a bunch of different beautiful robes. I mean, I'm obviously like pro robe in any capacity. Like I love robes, but this we're looking at this now, and it this rocks. Um, I, love I love the peacock the one. Peacock yeah. one is so good. It was she debuted that last WrestleMania if I remember correctly. Nice. And like that's um, the wrestling version of the J Lo dress. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. I think like she will probably have like a really good gear debut. Yep. New Day always has amazing gear. Like yep. I'm, I love their kente cloth that oh, they've been yeah, wearing. I know, lately. I really like them too. So like, cool. It's really, really good, and I like how everybody's got like a slightly different take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like Destiny's Child. They are. They each get a variation of the of yeah. the pattern. Yeah, I am. Um, I think it's, I didn't know this, that Asuka, because originally it was Asuka was going to challenge Alexa, right? And they flipped it. They didn't have her, like, pick anybody. Oh, they didn't have her they, pick anyway? Yeah. Because it got disrupted by fucking Ronda Rousey coming yeah. out and pointing at the sign. Uh, um, but I, I remember there was initially fear from what I could, t- from what other people said to me, that there was fear that it was going to be Asuka, Alexa, and that Alexa was going to win yeah. and fuck up her streak. So hopefully there's, I mean, Charlotte Flair immediately seems like a fantastic in-ring personality. Like she has so much presence. She's really athletic. Yeah. She's she's a lot of presence in her photos alone, but like, hopefully they're not going to fuck up the Asuka. She has, she has like, she has a lot of ring presence. She has a lot of like gravity. Yeah. Like, um, her thing is just carrying herself with like a lot of regality. Yeah. Um, she was really good heel. I don't know how much I feel her as a face. I want her to be a heel. I think she's so much better at it. She's a really good heel. Any, Um, any, but, buddy who's like, you know, the recipient of nepotism should just be a heel. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's part of the reasons why we respected Lena Dunham for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And like her dad's thing is being a heel and like, yeah, her, she is very good at like taking that up a notch. Um, so I, I wish that she would just go back to being a heel, but, um, she does have like a lot of gravity and ring and a lot of charisma um there she's a worthy competitor yeah for oscar if charlotte breaks her streak like that's gonna be like like you can see that that's like a real deal thing yeah um yeah i mean i like it because i feel like i genuinely don't know who is gonna win which is all you want from wrestling and wwe does not always give it to you yeah they very rarely (laughs) give it to you more often they like telegraph the thing from like miles away miles away <laughs> like oh it's two months away and i know exactly how this match is gonna go chill um, yeah well this uh, the, the next match also is now at least like in a weird position because the next thing written here is daniel bryan and shane mcmahon versus kevin yeah, and sammy fave match of the night well it's now like is it versus lit and then like the is it Ryan shane thing. in the hospital that's what i was gonna say yeah. now there's not gonna be shane right so like which means it's gonna be even better because yeah because he sucks he's the fucking worst <laughs> like he's the worst part of any match Yep. Um, but it is like, what are they going to do now? Right. Is it just going to be a triple threat? I guess we don't know yet, right? Right. We don't know. By right. the time this comes out, we might know. But yeah. yeah uh, but yeah, this is crazy. It's crazy that we're going to see it. Um, this this is, is the one you're most excited for? Just because like, like if you followed them from 
from the indie days and they're playing that real hard oh, with yeah. like bringing El Generico back and Kevin changing his name on Twitter to mm-hmm. Christine and like like it's but like I love those boys from those days so much mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so it's like it's like you know they're uh, making good you get to see them good. achieve their right. dreams it's like, and it's like oh my god dudes like you're you, doing it you were doing you're doing it you were doing like the like the supercard thing like a while ago three years ago or whatever and now you're here that's what's crazy is like yeah and so five years ago you could have seen this in a gym with like 300 people and now it's at fucking wrestlemania like below the just below the main event right very up there i was like i'm proud of my boys oh um i love them all i think that they all are terrific performers and um that they all have great charisma and great personality. Um, Kevin has been my favorite promo guy for a very, very long time. Yeah, he's, he's one of the best heels in the business. Untouchable. He's so good. Uh, he's so good. And then coming up after this one is the second bathroom break of the evening. <laughs> it's Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H. Whatever. Yeah, I don't even like... Whatever. I can't I even, even like, muster anger. Like, yeah. I just... I don't even like want to discuss it. It's yeah. Just like, Let's skip it. I mean, if anything, like we already made fun of how Stephanie dresses. Yeah, yeah like, the, on the Dan O'Brien episode. Yeah, that's uh, good. We we talked about it on a Gear Switch episode too. We're just like, why do rich people dress so badly? She dresses like a Charlotte Russe. Yes, district manager. Yes, one hundred. I was thinking, like, she looks like somebody like that I would have seen at like Adelia's in like 1999 yeah I think what I changed it to on you the, said express in the other yeah. episode that was is coming ex- out re- that people are gonna listen to was right it away. express or was it did I say wet seal <laughs> oh no it was wet seal yeah it was wet seal absolute perfect one. <laughs> I feel like it's she's a little closer to she was a little closer to wet seal in the thing that I had just watched her in with Daniel Bryan right uh, she's very much wet still in that one. She's generally probably Express or Charlotte Roos now. I can't tell like, the difference between any of there's these. There's subtle differences. I used to work <laughs> next to like all of these individual stores. Um, <laughs> Charlotte Roos is like the slightly more mature one. Yeah. And like Express is when you get your first like administrative assistant job and mm-hmm. you don't have to work as like a server anymore in a okay. restaurant yeah you know um, <laughs> yeah i was actually thinking not delia's but contempo casuals which is no longer mm. r.i.p that was a good one it was good that was a good one they all all those stores sold the same clothing yeah too. so many Great. you could get so many black stretchy flares Ugh, the best anyway the next match we is... didn't discuss that match at all who cares no whatever fuck it i would rather discuss stores from the mall yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the next one is AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, which yeah. I guess is, that's the episode that's coming out with yeah. this one, right? Yeah, that's the episode that's yeah, coming I'm with this one. I'm glad you guys spent a lot of time on that because that's, again, like that. Man, the dream. It's a dream. That's the dream. Match. That's the dream. Like having watched the New Japan yeah. run, like, oh, this is another like babies make good mm-hmm. kind of thing, even though AJ sucks as a human being. But, like, <laughs> So it's like, I, like he's indubitably a great wrestler, but like he he's he's so talented enough to overcome everything I have heard with people alluding to less than great political opinions. To put it mildly, right? Yeah, but, he can overcome it while you're watching it, and then yeah. you feel like a little bad. <laughs> yeah, these like fantastic, like originally when all of that stuff went down, like 
a few years ago, Colette and our friend Robert made these shirts. Um, that's the Bullet Club logo, but it just says the gay community. Um, <laughs> because when somebody asked AJ about like all of his gay fans, he just went, the gay community. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. The gay, the gay community. I think I've seen those shirts. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I heard that story. Yeah. He got like, it was like a radio call in show. And someone yeah. was like, what do you think about your gay fans? And he just went, the gay community. Community and everything was like, like didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> it like, oh fuck you. Um, anyway, amazing wrestler to watch. Amazing wrestler to watch. <laughs> yeah. Do I mean I don't want to do any like smarky like who do you think is gonna win? I want Nakamura I, to win. Yes. So I think he's going to win. I believe in the <laughs> secret. She's clearly not been watching WWE for very long. Yeah. If it's the person I want to win, I think they're gonna win. Yeah. No. Like, no, I know because like we that was like our WWE, second episode. It'll break your fucking heart every time <laughs> yeah the second episode that we did was the royal rumble and i remember just being like you were like who do you want to win and i was like who do i want to win or who do i think is gonna win because i want nakamura to win <laughs> and you just got like this big like you didn't give it away because I, I had already yeah. watched it so i, but knew. I like looking back on your body language you, you were like okay ah! Okay. But I did. We talked about where I was like, don't get used to this. Yeah. Don't get used to the guy you want to win winning. No. Because it's not going to happen. I mean, and like they were fucking him over for so long mm-hmm. um, that like. I was like, finally. Yeah. So I really hope that this is their, like, let's get Shinsuke over. Right. This is the big push. Crowd. Yeah. Because he's um, like, people love him. People, Even people who weren't familiar with his work in New Japan love him now. So you can't, like, he has so much charisma. Yeah. He's incredible. He's, like, he's so fun. He's so fun to watch. I'm so excited for this match, but like, almost as much as that, I am yeah. so excited to be in an arena during a Shinsuke Nakamura entrance. Yeah. Like, I'm so excited. Yeah. We went I to, know like, a how lucky I am. Down, like, <laughs> at one point, and, like, it was just, like, <laughs> it was, like, having, I was just, like, everybody's singing the song. Singing like the song. Like, great. It's so good. The next, the final match we're going to talk about is, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Speaking of things we all knew were coming, yeah, like years ago, like right. everybody knew this was going to be the match, right? Um, this is the meaty boy match. Yeah, a lot of meat, a lot of meat. I There's feel a lot like of ham. There's a lot of just like like Brock Lesnar looks like an Aryan boiled ham, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> He's so, <laughs> LB said this on Twitter the other day, they were like, he's so pink. Yeah. He's so pink. He instantly turns pink, it's like a hyper color shirt or something. Like, <laughs> you're like, he comes out and he's like whitish and then like just instantly he's he reaches the ring and he looks like a ham. My favorite Brock Lesnar move is not actually any moves. It's when Samoa Joe puts him in the coquina clutch and he immediately turns purple. Yes. I'm like, that's the best thing Brock Lesnar does is just become a, his head becomes a grape. It's yep. so good. So <laughs> Of Samoa Joe, like, are, like, I want his foot to get better. So, like, I want him to come in. I want him to be the surprise, like, I entrant. Hope that he is. Yeah. In anything, if he's Bronze partner, I will, like, shit oh my pants. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be so good? That would be the best. You haven't even seen him yet, right? No, Samoa I Joe? haven't. Oh, I'm like, you'll have to do we're a gonna, Samoa Joe episode. We're like, going to watch uh, in our Twitch stream for this. Yeah. We're going to do after this. We're watching Samoa Joe versus Necro Butcher. Oh, it's like, <laughs> such a fucking good match. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. There's, like, a couple people on here who I'm like really excited to do an episode on and learn about like I mean I know we love to roll our eyes about Fergal I'm excited for a Fergal episode <laughs> I can't Fergal's do journey it. is a good story like yeah. a Kevin Owens Sami Zayn yeah, yeah we gotta do yeah. that's like coming up yep. real soon um Baby boy. 
Yeah, I don't have a ton of thoughts about this match. I'm sure it'll be cool. Like they're both gonna, good wrestlers. I was gonna say with like the ambivalence I mean, that people have about it, it's almost I feel like there's gonna be a couple people who are like, This is the we'll get eat the traffic match. Yeah, 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 I think so. I just feel like like they're both like they both only have basically one move. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> two moves. Like it's like Brock does his suplex and it's about five. And Roman does the spear and his fucking I his Superman punch. The punch. And that's which is the worst the move. The worst of move of all time. So dumb. Um and that's it. And it's like it's like watching like Rock'em Sock'em robots. Like it's yeah. not, like they're not <laughs> actually do it. It's just like you're doing the same thing over yeah. and over and over. Um, and it seems very mechanical. Um, I've seen people pull a good match out of Roman. Um, Brock is cool when he's scary, but I don't see him. He he seems to have kind of like given up on life. Yeah, I he has de- like Randy Orton syndrome, and he doesn't like really care anymore. He completely has Randy Orton syndrome, and it's a weird choice to me that it seems like in the build to this, they're highlighting the fact that he doesn't give a shit anymore yeah. which like I get that they're trying to make him a heel but it's like you should still be trying to make him a heel that I would want to watch right, <laughs> like, like you shouldn't be reminding me that he doesn't give a shit about WWE and is just in it for the paycheck right right because yeah. he hasn't like done a good job of countering that narrative <laughs> yeah not at all um his sword tattoo is really also in it's the, like, so bad all of like <laughs> there are a lot of bad wrestler tattoos like that tattoo is truly in the hall of fame yeah that's it really is like as there's like that and then there's like have you you've seen the icarus back tattoo yes. right which yes. is like unbelievable yep. like but like the brock lesnar one is yeah you need to see it rachel it's amazing I, yeah i'm, I'm looking up the icarus like, back tattoo <laughs> it looks like if you like it's imagine unbelievable. like all right so you imagine like the dude in the chemical corp shirt like is drawing a like a fantasy character on his, the front of his uh, on a friend of his notebook, that's the sword tattoo. Oh. Yeah, this looks like the tattoo from Red Dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really the bad. Tattoo is also yeah. just like truly phenomenal. But yeah, the Bro- the uh, Brock Lesnar is just a giant. It's like we were talking about how he looks like a 2003 video game character. Yeah, yeah. that's like completely. He's just a pink ham. He's. I don't. I'm really. Down. I would love if somebody would talk to him Sunday about how the base of the hilt on his sword looks like a butt plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it totally does. It absolutely looks it like really a butt plug. It does. Um, terrible. Terrible. Can you imagine like being? I mean, I'm maybe I'm projecting some stuff about Brock Lesnar's politics here. Can you imagine? You're not. Okay. <laughs> to you that you're okay. Not. So that He's like that's a survivalist. He lives in the woods. Yeah. Like, Can you imagine like having like that much of a phallic symbol tattooed on you? Yeah. And being like, I'm the like. I'm tough. Well, it's that's people always say like he's the he can have a bad tattoo because who's going to tell him? Right. Who's going to tell Brock Lesnar he's a shitty tattoo? Uh, apparently, Chris Jericho once and it almost led to yeah. blows. But other right. than that, that's, see, this is why I like despite the fact that like Jericho is Jericho, I respect him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he seems like a piece of shit, but he's like such a fun piece of shit. Right? Yeah. It's, like, fine. Truly a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that is uh, that's our WrestleMania card analysis with our guest. Yeah. Jess Golnick, listen to Gear Switch. Um, Jess also does some great charity work with uh, Black and Pink out of Chicago. If you feel like supporting them, it is an anarcho-feminist collective. 
Uh, did I get that right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was um, just like trying to remember. And I also do, uh, work, do work with a DIY show space called Pure Joy. Um, we do not have a physical space yet, but right now we're working on being a bridge in between um, the punk community and kids who want arts education. And nice. Oh, that's um, so, so dope. So we do like a lot of um, skill shares. Like if you want to learn how to do a radio show or you want to learn how to screen print or you want to learn how to play guitar. We're doing like a Ramones clinic. Nice. Oh, so I love like this. the easiest thing to do. To yeah, like hell yeah. Teach kids to play Ramon songs. <laughs> um, and then they come away being like, I can play some fucking songs. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So I do so, that too. Thank you to Jess for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. We are definitely going to have you back. Yeah. For sure. You are a very fun person to talk with. Um, yeah, follow yeah. Jess on all of the relevant platforms, Twitter. What's your Instagram? Uh, you know, it's all the same. It's all the same. At Modernist Witch. At Modernist Witch. Uh, on Twitter, on Instagram. Listen to their podcast. It's great. It's um, at Gear Switch Pod. Uh, and at Gear Switch Pod. Yeah. Cool. Gear Switch Pod is uh, their Twitter account, and you can find them uh, presumably on all yeah. the relevant platforms. Yeah. We're around. Uh, our show, you know the usual spiel. spiel. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter rate review on itunes five star reviews are great you can follow us at kath barbadoro and rachel millman and you can follow us on twitter at wrestlesplania and we will see you at wrestlemania thanks guys <laughs> bye, bye.